0: what's up cool kids you're tuned in to another episode of the power and pros podcast now how is it april already i feel like this is the most present i have been for q1 of a year right like sitting in each and every day and taking it day by day usually top of the year i'm looking at the middle of the year right and i have all my plans and stuff this year i actually was taking it day by day being present all the stuff and I feel like I was there for every day that I've been a part of, but then also they flew by. Like, what's up with that? That is so crazy. And I think when we think about time, it is so trippy because time, we can measure time. And so we think that we have a handle on it because you can say, oh, one hour went past, one day went by, one week went by, one year went by, but I was reminded yesterday that one Day is like a thousand days to God, and a thousand days is like one day. Like time is not as linear as we think. And the more that I sit with that, I'm like, oh, this is fake. Like, what is April? If we want to be real, what is spring? Like, what is happening right now? But I am happy that it is April. Your girl turns 29 this month. Get into it. I cannot believe last year of my 20s. Are you joking? <laughs> I, I'm shook about it personally. And I had a thought that when I completed 29 years of life on this earth, how things were supposed to be. I just I just had plenty of thoughts on how things were supposed to be by the time I was 25, 27, 28, and 29. And I am grappling with the fact that how it was supposed to be and how it is, at the same. Ain't the same at all. I was supposed to celebrate my birthday in London this year. I wasn't supposed to be single by 29, okay? I was not supposed to have gotten fired from my job. I was supposed to have more listings and downloads for the show. I was supposed to have all of these things. I was supposed to stay in a different apartment, all type of stuff. And I was thinking about that. They're supposed to be using my plan and how I thought things were going to pan out. And because of that... I started to not feel excited to celebrate my birthday this year. I know a couple of friends who are celebrating their birthdays in April. My mom's birthday is in April. And so I felt myself getting you know—I excited for them. I'm happy about how they're going to celebrate them showing up for themselves, talking to them about their plans. And the more that I was doing that and the more that March was ticking on by, the closer I'm getting to my own birthday. And I just wasn't feeling enthused to celebrate. I was like, okay, it's going to come. What am I going to do? I don't want to be lame and do nothing, but there was a point when I was thinking, okay, I don't have to do nothing for real this year. Like Maybe we'll just pack it up, try again next year because this year, birthday not giving. And it's only 29. At least it's not my 30th birthday. My birthday's on a Thursday. At least it's not on a Friday or a Saturday. It's fine. Like We'll just figure it out. And then next year for 30, we'll do bigger and better. Next year for 30, it'll be on a different day. And it be more popping and more you'll have more money and like da, da, da. I started to create more supposed to be for how I think 30 is supposed to be, right? I'm supposed to celebrate that season. And I was losing gratitude for the air that is in my lungs right now. I'm not 29 yet. I'm 28. But the breath that is in my lungs right now today, I couldn't manufacture I cannot make the oxygen be what it's supposed to be and make my lungs do what they're supposed to do to breathe the air that I need to even sit and be somber about my birthday. I cannot do that in my strength. I cannot orchestrate what 30 going to look like if I even make it to 30. I ain't made it 29. Like, you know, like there's so many things that while I can measure my version of time, the earth version of time, my human version and understanding of time, I actually can't measure anything. <laughs> like again, time is fake. It is a construct. It is not real. And as far as we understand it, it is at a limited view to how God understands it. How I move and consort about the time that I feel I'm given is different than how God moves with time because he's the one who gives the time. He's the author of time. And so because of that, every breath that I have every day, every hour, every second is a gift because it's not something that I can give myself. It has to be provided for me. And so, as I'm sitting here right now, breathing in, exhaling out, recording this podcast, sitting in an apartment that is paid for, like, you know what I mean? Like, I am experiencing things that I couldn't orchestrate, even though things are not how they're supposed to be, how they are. I can't control the time that I'm giving right now. I'm not the author of. And so God checked me. God checked me. And when I say he checked me, it was kind, of, but it was like, oh, interesting. I'm upset about my birthday. I'm over here preemptively not planning. I'm thinking about the FaceTime calls, I'm gonna deny, like all of this stuff. And he's like, you are missing today. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. Plenty of people. You know, sometimes we say someone didn't wake up today. you know how many people die in a day? So he's like, plenty of people didn't wake up today. Plenty of people was planning their next birthday. They had plans to go to London too. They had whatever. And I don't, I didn't give them breath today. And so if you find yourself in now, if you find yourself Breathing. If you find yourself with any semblance of life, that is something to be celebrated. It is something to be grateful for. It is something to understand that you have mercy for, that you can even have the experiences that you have as watered down as you're seeing them, as not according to the plan, as you feel that they are. The fact that you can have an experience at all is a blessing. And I had to sit there, I whipped out my journal and I was like, Oh, how prideful of me to think about life in the way that I was thinking about it. And I think that a lot of times we get caught up in the supposed to be's and how things are supposed to pan out, how they pan out for other people. And we get real married and real cozy with our plan and our plan starts to supersede our God. And we start to see our plan as law, our plan as it. And that is what we thank him for. And that is what we get excited about. And while that's okay, right? To have plans, it's okay to have a hope for the future. It's okay to be forward thinking. All those things, you want to be intentional, all of that. However, our plans are not our God. We submit our plans to our God. And then we say, your will, if this is in alignment with your will, let it be done. If it's not, Guide me to where your will is. Point me to that place and help me to be able to release my plan. And what happens is when we feel disappointment because our plan isn't going our way and we've made our plan our God, then the real God, the true God, the one and only God, the mighty God, the all powerful, He now is on a back burner and we got an attitude and we don't want to show up because we were watching our plan instead of watching him and we watch him we are in the know what we're supposed to know at the time we're supposed to know it when we are watching our plan and see how it's going to pan out we miss stuff oh we miss plenty of things and then when something smacks us in the face when something comes unexpectedly whatever when disappointment just happens which is normal that's life we're going to encounter disappointment but how we move through the disappointment is where we can get stuck and it can get real tricky and real iffy and it can push us further back from not only our plan, but God's plan for us simply off of how we respond to that. All disappointment is, is revealing where your hope was placed, right? We can have disappointment in God. Having our hope placed in him, we can be disappointed. And so again, it's not that disappointment is the devil child, like it's natural, (laughs) but... It is a revelation of where your hope is. And that hope is always committed. Our faith is in God. My faith is not that if I get this thing, then I'm be, I'm be lit. It is if God gave me this, right? It's always putting him at the center of what we have going on, even when it comes to our faith. And so if we get disappointed, if the thing that we are hoping for don't pop off, it's the same thing. That foundation does not change. It don't shift. Here we go back. He's at the center, even of our disappointment. Hey, I don't feel like you got my back right now. Hey, can we talk about this? It's kind of hurt my feelings. Hey, I don't feel seen right now. Can you affirm me? Hey, I need a moment to process this. Like you can come to him with all of that, but it's coming to. Him, when we're disappointed and we don't talk about it, now we're brushing off our friends and family. Now we are cutting off community. Now we're drinking a bit too much. Now we're not working out. Now we're eating, however, now we're not sleeping right. Right? You see what happens? And the crazy thing about it is all of those things, most of the time, the ways that we quote unquote act out when we are disappointed by something is usually self deprecating. You usually be on your health thing, you've been doing good with that, but then you stepped on that scale, you felt disappointed, and then you picked out. That's on you. It impacts you, right? If you are kicking it with your people, you felt disappointed for how your friend showed up for you in a certain moment, and then you don't show up for your other friends who had nothing to do with that scenario. Now they're looking at you crazy because why you leave me on red? what I do? And that impacts you, your relationships with people, how you're doing community, right? And so We have to be really careful with how we manage our disappointment. Disappointment is revealing where your hope was placed and where our hope is placed is not always a bad thing. It's just something that we have to continuously remember to submit to God and he can handle it. Right. And when we come to him and he can show us what's tea, and then when we have whatever we need, we process, we give that space to heal, to listen, to learn. We can move forward and the disappointment can now propel us to new things. When we wallow in disappointment, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We're going to be parked. And then we get upset and disappointed because we don't see movement. And it seems like everybody else is on a different pace. And it's because they are. Because you aren't moving at all. And so I want us to watch how disappointment stops us. And disappointment stops us. Again, we can feel disappointment. It's natural to be disappointed. But disappointment, when it's derived from that supposed to be place, y'all, it gets tricky it gets tricky because when you talk about the moment, you convince yourself of things that aren't true. It's supposed to be is guiding how you talk about your disappointment. So I said I was supposed to be in London. I was supposed to have X amount of dollars, right? And so I started to talk about my disappointment that I'm not going to London by saying that I don't want to celebrate my birthday and that it's not a big deal and I could just move on to next year when really I was disappointed because I do want to celebrate my birthday. And this year, I thought it was going to be a good year, right? And it still has a chance to be, by the way. I ain't in that mindset no more, but that's where I was sitting at. And so we start to even tell the story about our disappointment from the wrong POV because the supposed to be is guiding our language. We can be depending on somebody to show up for us. You thought somebody was going to pick you up and then they can't pick you up. Last minute thing happened. And then You're like, you know what? I'm good. I didn't even want to ride with them. No way. And actually, we don't need to hang out. We're supposed to hang out two weeks from now. I think I'm going to cancel because I ain't really been feeling them. No, you have been feeling them. And you're disappointed because you're feeling like they might not be feeling you back because they couldn't pick you up. They couldn't stay true to their commitment. That is the thing. And so the supposed to be's start to rewrite narratives. And as they rewrite narratives, we cannot properly diagnose our disappointment. And so we're thinking we're disappointed in one thing, we're really disappointed in something else. We're trying to submit our disappointment to God in one space, vent to our friends, talk about it in therapy, write it out in one way. But the supposed to be is God in the narrative. And so we're not getting to the root of the issue. When we are using our power and our voices, it's key to know What voice is speaking? Where is this coming from? How is this guiding me to my next steps? And so, if I'm supposed to take disappointment to God in prayer, but I'm praying out of the supposed to be, right, then I am coming with the wrong type of energy. And again, I'm not able to truly drop that feeling off. I'm not able to truly even sit in the feeling and feel it and move through it because I'm not attributing it correctly. And so as we are removing the supposed to be's and letting go of how we measure time, because again, think about what I said. It's in Psalms. One day is a thousand days to God. And a thousand days is like one day. That sounds like a tongue twister. Like it doesn't even make sense. And that's because our human brains cannot comprehend time in that way. But if that's how God sees time, that's why people call him a redeemer of time. Because you thinking, dang, I lost a thousand days. Dang, it's April already. Dang, it's 29 years and I'm not going hard on this birthday, whatever. And God's like, babe, (laughs) that thousand days to you, that five years to you, that three months to you, like a day to me, like an hour to me. That's nothing. I got that. You want to feel advanced? You want to move this track along? I Got that. What I need you to do, though, in a thousand days that you feel like are being wasted, I want you to be present. I want you to feel. I want you to reveal where you're truly at. I want you to keep it a buck with me. And so that way, when I redeem that thing, when I reverse it and flip it, no time will be lost. And not only will no time be lost, you'll be further along because of the work that you did along the way. That's why we can't skip no steps. That's why everything's a process. That's why he will sit back and wait for those those days when you feel like a thousand days is passing you by, when you feel like everybody else is getting a one, two step on and you're on step a hundred. That's why. He's like, trust me, when I sit you, where I'm going to sit you, because it's already situated, it's already handled, right? But when I place you there, people are going to wonder how your thousand days, your overnight, people always talk about that overnight success And they're wondering, how did that person get it done? It's because their thousand days seems like one day to the naked eye. But that person and God, they know the struggle. They know the late nights. They know the tears. They know the disappointments. They know that you got me messed up. They know the redemption story. And so you have to submit your time to God. And you want to come, when you're praying, when you are writing your plans, some people are doing their plans by quarter or by 12 weeks. And so if you have some new goals for spring and you're trying to get some things springing in your life, popping off, do all of that. But know that God is not confined to our plan. He's not confined to how we see time. He's not confined to even do things in our timeline our way. So he might do the thing that you want in a week, But it might not unfold the way that you saw it unfolding. He might give you the house, the car, the kids, the man, all the stuff in the next year. But it might not be who you think it's going to be. The car might not be the model and the make that you thought it would be. The deposit might have a different zero count than what you thought. But his plan and how he redeems, how he shows up and what he's trying to do is ultimate. And it was crafted with you in mind. Our thoughts, our plans, can't even contain the vastness of how big God is. Like we can't even understand it. And so because of that, we have to remain connected to him in the present. So that way in the future moments, we G, like we good, you know what I'm saying? But the more that we try to go ahead, the more that we try to confine God to our thoughts and our process, and when things don't shake out, to a T, the way that we thought, now we are thinking that God is faulty, that he done messed up on his end, that it ain't no point in believing in him. And like, what's, the, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? When it's like, no. when I remain reminded of the fact that God is so big. So if this is something that is big to me right now. It is light work to him. It's petty, Eddie. Like he never gave catastrophe to God. He's sitting up kicking chilling, you know? And so because of that, I can remain connected to that energy. I want that energy. I don't want to be sway every time something don't go my way and I'm throwing an adult tantrum. How gross. <laughs> like I want to be able to be cool as a cucumber. Okay. And I can just sit back. Stuff happens. It pop off. It's life. I want to feel. I don't want to be a robot. I don't want to just shake it off and act like nothing happened. Like, no, I want to be mature about how I go about things. But if I'm on this journey and I'm doing this with him and I'm connected to him and he can remain cool and not shaking and not stirred up every time a pivot happens, I can tap into that same energy. And as I do that, I can look up, who knows, for all I know, twenty nine with the resources I have, the dollars I'm going to have, all of that could be the best birthday of my life. And I didn't been to Tuxic Caicos. I didn't did a lovely staycation here in New York. I've done some birthdays that I think are top tier and I've been around top tier people and I bought myself some top tier gifts. Okay. I got some top tier calls from folk. Like I have had great years for all I know, this could trump all of that for all I know. And you know what I have to say for all I know, because I don't know anything. And that takes humility to remember that. It takes humility to come back to that space to be like, I serve somebody that's bigger than me. I serve one that knows more than I'll ever know. I serve one that does things in his way and his way is connected to so many other ways that there's no way that I can orchestrate a way that's bigger than the way that he set out for me. Like that, that is what we have to get ingrained in our being. And the more that we do that, the easier that each day, each moment, each hour, each second is able to be swallowed. There are some days when you just feel like it's too much. I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. I'm clocking out for the day. And I'm not saying that we're going to be void of those days. I think that is part of the human experience. And Jesus told me that like Jesus ain't want to do what he has to do for us. Ain't no way he ain't want to do it at all. And it was evident because he's like, yo, If it's another way, let's make that a way, Paul. Let's start that process, right? And so if that happened to Jesus, baby, we in for a ride. However, if we remain connected, Jesus, he was like, okay, I'm feeling how I'm feeling. I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling and I'm going to send my request up. You might not honor it, but I'm going to give it to you. However, I'm going to connect to you in this moment. I'm going to say what's good. I'm going to keep coming to you. And if you have a better way, If your way is the way, your plan is the plan, your time is the time, I'm connected to that. And nothing about his situation changed. Actually, everything got worse, right? However, his posture about it changed. His mindset changed. And how he treated other people changed because he had a different understanding. That connection took him to a different level. And the thousand hours that Jesus had to go through a pain of suffering, all the hurt, everything Maybe to him sitting in heaven right now, it felt like a day because he was that connected to God. And so that is what I want for us. What's supposed to be are you holding on to? What's supposed to be? If Jesus was like, oh, well, all the humans were supposed to be good. They weren't supposed to be sinners like this. Or they wouldn't even have needed me. Like Adam and Eve weren't supposed to eat that apple. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he was just tripping off that, listen, it would have been a waste of of time don't tell me there have you heard the saying don't tell me what has been tell me what it is that's 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 it for today don't tell me what was supposed to be tell me what is tell me what is that is the power tool for today don't tell me what's supposed to be tell me what is i'm alive and i'm kept by god there are big and small gifts awaiting for me right here and right now in today god is god who never fails and he won't start now He's never failed you. You gotta make some things. You have to make personal, and I think that is something that God is doing with me in this season right now. I have seen Him show up and show out for people. I have read the stories and I believe the Bible. Some stuff, of course, is hard to believe, right? And we're in the world. If you're reading something, if you see something on Twitter, some stuff you're like, is this fake? Is this AI, babe? Like, what's going on? But I, I believe, I believe things, right. And especially for other people, if I see something, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is lovely. If somebody tells me they have a dream, a goal, I'm like, period. And you're going to get that, right? God is showing me right now who he is for me. How he wants to show up for me. That he has a tailor-made plan for me. That the path he has for me is destined for me. Nobody else could walk this path out but me. That's what he's showing me. But for him to show me, he got to show me. And so the supposed to be's and how I thought things were going to pan out can't really exist with how they panning out right now, apparently, because they ain't happening that way. And so you got to drop off your supposed to be's, forget it. There's a verse that says, do you not see it? I'm doing a new thing. You can forget the old. And this ain't even old stuff we talking about. This is hypotheticals. Right. These are things that have not come to pass and they ain't going to come to pass. They ain't. If, if I want to say I've never been fired in my life, that's how things are supposed to be. I can't say that because I was right. If I want to say I've never had a pog, I'm supposed to not, supposed to never. Uh, I, ain't a, I was a journalism major, but I was supposed to be in advertising. Right. So I'm like, OK, I ain't supposed to be on oh, no microphone. It's like, right. You are, though. So supposed to be do not serve us. At one point, oh, this is it. At one point, supposed to be were faith. I think that's it. I think that's what's so trippy. I think at one point you're supposed to be was your faith. So, I was supposed to be in London. I have faith. I still needed, a, you know what I'm saying, a little slight miracle, okay? Because I want to stay in a nice place. I want to be there for a long time. I want to buy my friends that were going to come some gifts and thank them for doing life with me, right? And so I still needed a little Jesus loan, okay? But now it will be way more of a stretch. And destiny's own power for me to get to Buckingham Palace, okay? So, at one point, that was faith. Was, oh yeah, we wanna we going to London. It's lit. Now, it's a supposed to be. I was supposed to be in London. And that, when you see that shift, when you cross that bridge, that's when you got to drop it off. That's when you got to come off to the side and pray a bit more. That's when you got to turn on a little song, you know what I'm saying? And do you a little worship real quick. You got to get your gratitude for what you have and get grounded again. That's what you have to do. And so, if you are supposed to be by this time next year doing X thing, having a child per se. And then next year you ain't pregnant, ain't been pregnant, ain't had a pregnancy scare, nothing. You holding on to what you said today that you're supposed to be pregnant by this time last year won't serve you because that time has come and you don't own that time. And this outcome has not happened. And so While you can feel disappointed, while you can feel let down, confused, all the things. To not have that moment, because it's a moment, rob you of joy. And joy is a gift. And joy is something that can be felt no matter what the moment is. And that's hard to believe, but it is true. For that joy to not be robbed at that moment, the supposed to be's have to be forgotten. And sometimes it's not the outcome, it's the timing. We get really caught up on the timing. Maybe it's not this time next year, but it's literally a month later. And so you wanted to have your kid in April, so that way nine months later, they ex zodiac sign because you get along with that. Zodiac. It's like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? But to God, he knows your baby. He knows who they're going to grow up to be, who they're going to impact, how they're going to impact you. And so he needs them born a month later. And so you're sitting at that time holding that wallow and holding this discontent and you're ready to denounce your faith, all this type of stuff. And he's like, I had you. And not only did I have you, I had you better. My thousand days is one day. I got you. Stick with me. It ain't it ain't? They don't get no better. You want to talk about time? Ain't no better timekeeper than me. That's what he's saying to us. And so, the supposed to bees have to go. You get to keep your faith. That remains the orchestrating of how your faith is supposed to shake out. What it looks like. Who gives you the blessing. The time frame of it. That has to be let go, especially when you meet the moment that you thought it was going to happen and it ain't happen. The supposed to be's don't serve you. You keep your faith though. You keep your faith. You submit it and you go to him and you say, okay, maybe we are not aligned. Let's get real aligned real quick. My bad, my bad. That was my bad. (laughs) Maybe I wasn't on the same page as you, you know what I'm saying, big homie. And he will hold you. He will love you in as much time as you need to recuperate from the disappointment, to recuperate from being off your square, he'll give it to you. Because again, a thousand days is like one day to him. It's nothing. So submit your disappointment to God. Submit your faith unto him. Your faith is not in the thing. The thing is a nice to have, but your faith is in God. And as you continuously come to him, You'll continuously feel good. You'll have peace that surpasses understanding. So your brain understands that we had a plan. The time happened. The plan didn't happen. So I should be upset. I should be filled with anxiety. I should X, Y, Z, right? That's the supposed to be. That's what your body's going to tell you. But because you've been so submitted and committed to God and walking with him along the process, your experience will be peace that surpasses your understanding. Your experience will be, I have joy Even in this moment where I was disappointed or where I was let down or where things didn't pan out how I saw, I am not having a tantrum and I'm experiencing self-control even at a time where before, baby, I would have wowed out, right? And so you can start to create a narrative that impacts you and other people be looking at you crazy like, huh, nah, why she ain't wilding out? And it's like, babe, this ain't nothing on me because time will be redeemed. I'm walking with the timekeeper. I'm walking with Father Time, like He owns it, so it's all good. My thousand days might be a thousand days, but when I get where I'm going, it'll be like I got here in one. And that—that's what I need faith for. Let me tell you, there are so many people that be having that like quick, fast message. Oh, you're gonna get something in a week, or you'll get something today. Oh, you'll whatever. And I'm not gonna hold you, my faith ain't there with that. (laughs) When people be saying that, the little TikTok profits, all the people, I'll be like, what is y'all talking about? How y'all know that? How y'all know that I'm going to get a blessing in a week? How y'all whatever, especially when I feel that I've been in my infirmity for months. I've been in this season for whatever. I felt this way. I'm beefing with this person for X long, right? So it's like, how you going to tell me, Madam TikTok, Madam, whoever on YouTube, when my experience is I've been in this for a month, right? So to me, I don't really be going when people be saying this going to happen. Your breakthrough happening in the night. Like, I'll be like, girl, it's probably not. But thank you. Thank you for trying anyway. And I think God is trying to get with me on that. Like, oh, you don't orchestrate that either. So you saying if you suffer X amount of time, then you'll be good then too. You don't know that I don't move off your time, boo. Like I don't work that way, and so even if I think sometimes we try to prolong things or we feel comfort because we're like, okay, well, if I suffer X amount of time, you know, um, someone said I was living in their car until whatever, and they popped off. So that'll happen for me. You know, I was looking at Tabitha Brown's story. And how she had to wait X amount of time. And then she finally popped off. And now we see her everywhere. Omari Hardwick, he was living in his car. And then whatever. Taraji P. Henson went to LA with like $500 in a dream. And then she popped off. So I'm thinking about all these people and how they had this little moment. I was like, yeah, I just got to, I just got to whatever for X amount of time. And then I could, I could blow up tomorrow. <laughs> I have no idea. I have to be submitted to the one that exists outside of all of that. Because I don't own it. And I don't want to write my own story because my view, my pen is only so strong. God is the best author ever. Look at all the stories that we see in the world. Look at all the creativity that we can experience. Look at nature. Come on, like he he is the best author in the world. And so, if anybody is going to write my story and it's not going to be me, who else? Who better? Right. And so, that is what I want to leave y'all with this week. I hope this was helpful. Time is trippy, right? Because you're experiencing time right now. This podcast, 30 something minutes. So you can experience time and not experience time. And it's just one of those things that I'll be like, all right, this on you. <laughs> God, this is, this one on you. And so submit that today. It's a challenge, but you're supposed to be are no longer serving you if they are supposed to be and not a faith thing. That is moving you forward. So I love y'all. Be sure that you stay up with the kid. You can follow the show on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast, and you can keep up with me on TikTok. I'm having so much fun. I started a little unemployment to self-employed series on TikTok. And so if you want to keep up with that, see how I'm navigating this season and this journey, then you can follow me on TikTok at Zest of Desk. You can also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter. It's my newsletter. It goes out once a week and I give you little bits of encouragement to give you a power boost to get through your week as powerful and authentically as you can. Also, you can follow your girl on YouTube. I'm also having fun on YouTube, giving y'all a couple little vlogs or whatever and really just explore editing. I feel like I'm having so much fun and it low key is taking me back to college because in advertising, I wasn't an editor. I had no reason to edit things. And now I edit something every day. And so it is really nice to be back in that bag and to explore my style and what I like and all the things. So keep up with me on YouTube at power and Pros. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and it's power and Pros. Bye.